Who knoweth the spirit of man that goeth upward, and the spirit of the beast that goeth downward to the earth? But the Bible doesn't have a whole lot good to say about dogs. I'm thinking about dogs, and I actually think about dogs a lot because I see people with the bumper stickers on their car that talk about them being a dog mama and things like that. I see people with dogs in their car or walking them. The dogs are everywhere, at least in America. And I think that's true in a lot of other places too, but particularly America where we have the money, extra money to feed and care for these creatures, these beasts, use Bible words here, for these animals that we that we call pets, that we call dogs, that we love so much. And for some people, they love the dog more than they love people. But the Bible is the opposite of that. Or the Bible says something differently about dogs. The Bible has a different outlook on the dog. It doesn't have much good to say about them. You can do your own search on dogs in the Bible. And almost always, the Lord is not really complimenting them and holding them up as we do. Again, I'm in America. I'm an American. So I'm specifically talking about Americans and dogs and the way we look at them. And I'm not the first one to note that dog backwards is God, little g God. And that's kind of how we treat these animals in this nation. We think so much of them that a person being hurt is affecting us less than a dog being hurt. A little baby being murdered in his mother's womb, that's worth less time and anguish to us than uh, if somebody threw a puppy inside a bag and into the river. That would really bother most people more than no one even knows the number of abortions that have been performed in America alone. 70 plus million since the famous Roe versus Wade decision in 1973. No one really knows the number though because that's, that's just the official number. But it's a lot. But people care about the puppy more than that. They're just going to shrug at the Planned Parenthoods and those kind of clinics. Why do we love dogs so much? What is going on with that? It's part of the perverting of what God wants. God loves people more than he loves creatures specifically dogs you know the bible right there in ecclesiastes chapter 3 is telling us that the spirit of man goes up that is to judgment to meet the lord and then he's that spirit is going to go one of two places and it's saying that the spirit of the beast is going to go down into the earth which i take as being the dog when it dies it's not going to end up in waiting in heaven for you, dog mama. The dog is not going to be waiting for you. And even if it was, even if the dog that you love so much in this lifetime ended up in heaven with you, you wouldn't care about that dog. Because if you're in heaven, you're going to be glorifying Jesus Christ as Lord of everything. And so would a dog, by the way. All the animals are going to respond to Jesus Christ probably more than we do they probably have more sense about who he is than we do now I say these things not as somebody who dislikes dogs I like dogs very much 
probably as much as anybody, but I've had to temper that. So I guess I don't like or love them as much as anybody because I understand that they're animals and I've got to have a biblical view of them that's not going to match up with what the world is is believing and, and how the world is acting towards a dog. They're creatures. They're not people. You know, you hear the people who will say, what, what is it they say? You hear people say, the more people I meet, the more I like my dog. And that's supposed to be funny, but it's really not funny because it's saying that you don't like people. You don't love people. You don't care about people, but you care about the dog. Why do you care about the dog? What well, a dog is going to depend on you more. You can actually hurt a dog. Not that I'm saying that's a good thing, but you can hurt a dog and it's going to keep coming back to you if that's if you're it's mama or daddy it's going to keep coming back to you because you feed it and you house it and i believe that's one reason why people like dogs so much just one reason not only are they your quote-unquote best friend they take whatever you can dish out they deal with your moods they deal with your flaws and that is a good quality but still it's an animal and a lot of people can take advantage of that we're not going to get too deep right now as I, always, as I always say we can just circle back to this topic but the world is obsessed or again particularly Americans they're obsessed with dogs and it's really deeper than it appears to be because you can think of things like ancient civilizations where they depicted these dog headed or creature headed people what are they portraying there with these statues and these drawings what were these beings what were these creatures with their animals for heads animal heads on something's going on there and I think that's carried down to all culture to the 21st century where a dog is so beloved in that way overly so and since, but since people are so quick to react again I don't dislike the dog or any animal now, Proverbs 12.10 says, A righteous man regardeth the life of his beasts. If you have an animal, whether you call it a pet or it's an animal that is working for you on a farm or something like that, you are supposed to care for it. You aren't supposed to abuse it. You know, you think about a uh, Balaam uh, hitting a donkey or an ass, as a King James Bible will put it. He's hurting his animal. He's hurting something that's a living being that God still cares about, even if it's not going to be in heaven or it doesn't have a soul as people do and those, and those kind of things. But the Lord still cares about it because he created that animal. Yeah, there in Numbers chapter 22, this ass, this donkey, sees an angel of the Lord and Balaam wants it to continue. The animal doesn't continue. And Balaam begins to hurt this animal. And then we get into the animal actually speaking to Balaam. Which that's a hard pill for most people to swallow. The two hardest pills to swallow from the Bible. And there's many of them. But two of the biggest ones I've noticed over my life. Are this ass talking so that a person can understand it. And Noah being swallowed by a great fish. Or what some people might call a whale, but the Bible calls it a fish, so I'm going to call it a fish. Noah being swallowed by a great fish, 
and somehow being able to survive for a few days. Well, the Bible says that the Lord prepared this big fish for the prophet. And I just said Noah, but it's not Noah. It is Jonah. The Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Those two things are really hard for people to swallow. But I don't want to get too far off track. And I want to get back to Balaam there. Where he is abusing this ass. And I've got to make another aside right there. That I believe the devil using people over time has cleverly and slowly made words like calling a donkey an ass to be a quote-unquote curse word. And you notice that it's pretty much the King James Bible that he's aiming at. I always point that out, that the King James Bible is the only book as compared to the Bible versions, any other Bible that you can find. The King James Bible is the one that's always attacked. When people talk about the Bible, they're talking about the King James Bible. There are several words, and that's one of them in the Bible, that people are going to get distracted when the Bible is read or they see it in the Bible, they're reading, they're reading the Bible because they're going to see it as a curse word. They're going to use it as a curse word. But the point we're making here is God doesn't care about these animals as much as he cares about people. Now, if you're a Christian, you have to be careful of following the world and this dog worship kind of culture. A man's best friend is actually not a dog. A man's best friend is the Lord, specifically the Lord Jesus Christ. Hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. There in 1 John chapter 3. And the interesting thing about dogs is I've got to say that Adam is the one who named it dog, which again is God backwards. That was probably not a coincidence. Remember, Adam was smarter than us. Now, we have all this technology and we feel like we've got all this information and trivia. But Adam and Eve were way smarter than us. They had way more uh, pistons and synapses firing in their brain. I'll say it like that. Than we do. But next to God, dog can be considered man's best friend. But second place is a long way from first maybe Adam named a dog the opposite of God because he saw the love and loyalty that a dog has for his master it's not that God is akin to a dog but man is the one who will be compared to a dog there and God is the master we should have the same kind of affection and excitement over the Lord as dogs have for us their mommies and daddies in human form I'm praying that I love God as that much as much as the dogs that we had when I was younger the dogs that I've seen just in my life dealing with their masters I wish I loved God that much I, I hope you do I'm praying that you do whoever's listening to this the difference there is as a dog loves a man that man can hurt that dog. But well, we're men and women. And we're sinners. 
we we deal in sin, no matter how good we are, no matter how godly we are, no matter how spiritual we are, no matter how many good works we have, we're going to have moments of irritation, frustration, just being the opposite of what God wants for us. And a dog still loves us. On the other hand, God is all light. There's no darkness in him. He's never going to hurt us in that kind of way that a man can hurt a dog. So how much more should we love him than a dog loves us? Now, that's a lot to think about. And people curse God. They hate him all day long. Again, even those who love the Lord actually truly do. We're going to let him down over and over again. And he still loves us. And then the person who don't care about God at all. They despise the Lord Jesus Christ. God still loves that person. And most of the things that happen to us that are not good, including those of us who are going to fall in the hellfire, it's by our choice. And God did not do that to us the way a man might. Well, we'll just stop there because the point of what we're talking about here is that people can get saved. And animals cannot. It doesn't matter how much you love that dog. He ain't going to be in heaven with you. You can't find that in the Bible. I challenge you to find it. And if he is, both you and that dog, both of y'all are going to be looking at Jesus Christ.